This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey guys, you're listening to America's Off-Road Podcast. If you like going into the outdoors, camping with your family, or maybe you're building a new wheeling rig, you've come to the right place. Thanks for tuning in. Keep following along. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. All right, we're hot, guys. We are not live. I get corrected every time because I'm like, we're live, and we're not live. But welcome back to another episode of America's Off-Road Podcast. Cooper is gone off at Full Size Invasion in San Hollow this week, so I got the next next best thing when it comes to personality. Ben and Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast. Boys, welcome aboard. We're the replacements. We're the, you're, you're the, it's going to get it crazy. It takes two of us to hey, add sweetheart. up to that one man. Yeah. <laughs> so, so in honor of being on America's Off-Road Podcast, I tasked uh, Corey <laughs> with finding the most, most uh, retro granola crunchy beers we could find. Sorry, barley juice. Barley juice. Um, do you want the one with the uh, VW van or the cider with Sasquatch holding a boombox? Dude, I'm going with the, the VW. Okay, you take the VW van. VW van. Um, there's one more I'm saving for the next one. Oh. We have a different. Uh, do you want you want this one? Or are you drinking? Which one is this? That's the cider. Oh, not really. I'll drink it. Then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's, get this, <laughs> let's get this show on I'll, the road. I'll, t- I'll about this. I'll taste it. I'll taste it. I've got an empty cup. Kyle, pour Thanks, a little guys. bit. Thanks, guys. Pour a little bit of yours in here. I want to taste that. I want to taste little, that VW van. Taste, taste of both, huh? See, unlike when Kyle was on our podcast, <laughs> I brought him beverages. I need to have you guys on more. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle was on our podcast, and I still brought him beverages. This is a cool little, you know, just when you think it's a water bottle, how interesting can it be? They thought of everything. They came out with something like this. And totally blew our minds. (laughs) It's awesome. The other thing that's really cool with Model Outdoors is you can completely customize your water bottle to your specifications. So if you want the whole package, you can get all-inclusive everything that comes with it. Or if you have a specific purpose, like you want to use it as a hydration pack, 
or like the attachment Cooper just grabbed, which is the shower attachment. Oh, yeah. uh, you can customize your model water bottle to however you see fit. So if you guys want the ultimate in hydration and portable water, make sure you go to Model Outdoors. That's M-O-D-L Outdoors.com. Use coupon code AOP10, and boom, you just got 10% off your order. What? And guess what? You order the water bottle, and you decide you want to get some of these other awesome upgrades, go back, use that same coupon code, you'll get another 10% off your order. Get out of here. True story. So, if you guys want to stay hydrated out on the trail. I think you need to say it like it is. So if you don't want to die, if you don't want to die, go to Model Outdoors, M-O-D-L, Outdoors.com. Use coupon code AOP10. Get 10% off your order. Making hydration great again. We're on a we're on a little different level at uh, AOP than than ADP. I, I it's actually really good. I mean, it's <laughs> cider. How yeah, bad could it be? <laughs> no, but that that's not bad. Oh, is that the? Uh, oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's super good. Yeah. Is that the van? The the van life. Van life. Right, yeah. Let me put my lips on what you put your lips on. There you go. Okay. <clears throat> uh, before we dive into this episode, guys, as I've mentioned Ooh. in previous episodes, we got some new social media accounts out there. America's Off Road Podcast. Go to Instagram, Facebook, follow us, like us, and you can see all the latest and greatest stuff. We got a bunch of stuff from uh, Howitzer, which is now one of our uh, diesel sister company's trucks, out on the trail in San Hollow. I'm flying out to meet up with Cooper in Moab here in about three days uh, to play around in his JL Punkin. We're going to do some um, kind of portable podcasts, if you will. So stay tuned for that stuff. Go to those Facebook pages, like, comment, share. You can also submit a question, and um, we can address that on a future episode. We love doing those, so submit your questions there. Or you can always shoot me an email, Kyle, at americasoffroadpodcast.com. Well, we've made it. We've come full circle. I was on ADP's podcast, America's Diesel pa- Diesel Podcast. You say my name right. <laughs> and uh, if you guys want to check out what they do, I know a lot of you guys over there um, are pulling your camping rigs, your UTVs with your diesel trucks. So if you guys want the best knowledge when it comes to diesel experience, techs, suspension, everything, you name it. Uh, they cover it all over on their podcast, America's Diesel Podcast. So make sure you go check them out. They're a lively bunch. It is not family friendly, I would say. <laughs> so lively bunch. If, uh, <laughs> that's a nice way. That's um, a good sugar coat. <laughs> yeah. It's it's it, it's a great podcast. You guys have got what like 150, 160 episodes. Oh, down we're now? tapping on 200. Almost. That's awesome. So they kind of kind of kickstarted America's Off Road Podcast. Really, you guys were the uh, the guinea pigs, if you will. Yeah. yeah, coming into this, so um, it's an awesome podcast. Make sure you guys go check that out. Um, but yeah, make sure your young children are not in the back seat if you're tuning into their podcast. <laughs> yeah, make sure they've got their iPads or whatever hooked up and they're listening or whatnot. I'm not saying we're sitting there talking about like the worst things, but there's co- listen, we're, di- we're, we're diesel guys, all right? <laughs> yeah. We're diesel guys. We don't, you know, we typically don't really have a filter. We just kind of say what you know. We just keep it real. Yeah, we, just keep, we it keep it real. really real on that episode, on that uh, that podcast, which is I, I freaking love doing it. We talk about anything as far as like diesel performance, towing, off roading, budgeting. Uh, there's probably about six point nine percent relationship advice in there. Yeah, um, <laughs> we can't say it's very relationship, good relationship advice. advice. Oh yes. yeah, 
Oh, you yeah. should hear the episode Relationship with your wives or with your trucks? Both. 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 <laughs> that was good. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even planned. <laughs> yeah, this is not scripted. Yeah. Not even a little bit. No. Yeah. <laughs> the oh, party that went man. into this podcast was a, hey, man, Cooper's gone. You want to be on? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> we got to keep recording, man. We got to, yeah. the show must go on. Yeah. Um, But you guys will get to do some cool stuff. We're doing a little testing on our portable podcast setup. Um, yeah, which should be cool. That uh, will come to you via Moab here in about a week or so. Maybe great, may not. I don't know. We're gonna find out though. Um, so yeah, make sure you guys go check them out. Uh, ben Tyler, how's your guys' day going? It's going welcome swimmingly. To, fantastic. Welcome to off road life. Yeah, I feel this is a very nice place you got here, <laughs> isn't it? It looks kind of familiar, it's, but it's, it's a cool it's, studio. Yeah, it's really cool. We had this table custom made. Just for the off-road podcast. Yep. Is that yeah. mahogany behind me? Or <laughs> yeah. Is that poplar? Rich, what Rich is that? Oh, <laughs> boy. All right. We're going to start this off with something a little fun. I'm going to give you guys a little uh, overland trivia. <laughs> See <laughs> how well. All my answers now. <laughs> See gorilla. Yeah. See gorilla. <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> all right. So what we're going to do, I got a couple questions. We're going to see how well you guys know the overlanding crowd and how much um, kind of mutual things go on between off-roading and diesel. We'll start with... Are these multiple choice questions? No, you got to answer the question. (laughs) Is there a time limit for answering? (laughs) No, but you can't Google anything. Do I win for answering first? Right or wrong? High fives. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What is overlanding? Your your definition. I got to start with it. You know it was coming. (laughs) <laughs> what is your real answer? I know uh, what you okay. want to say. It. Yeah. It's, it's bringing himself. a overcomplicated tent <laughs> in an unfavorable <laughs> position on your vehicle into an area that a Honda Civic can still make it to. <laughs> or an RV. That's close. That's close. Uh, I, I I would say if, if – do we both get to answer? Yeah. Why not? Cool. Uh, I, I would say that uh, overlanding, the, the, the real term would probably be like uh, taking a vehicle to places that a normal vehicle would not be able to get to and be as self-sustaining as possible whilst eating your granola and locally sourced <laughs> coffee. and or- Organic foods. Organic foods, uh, wearing a, what were those, tactical scarfs? Um, and... Uh, <laughs> It's more or less the the gentrification of off roading. Um, it, it's what uh, plenty of men have been doing for centuries, perhaps millennia, um, but now it has a fancy name in an industry. <laughs> Which leads me to my next question. <laughs> this is going so smoothly. Uh, when was overlanding first originated? 1954. <laughs> August. 1969. <laughs> <Yeah>. September. <laughs> Actually, I, I, September 08. September uh, 1908. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. Do you know what country it was originated? Russia. In? Ukraine. Next. Ukraine. <laughs> Bulgaria. <laughs> Siberia by, <laughs> by force. <laughs> it was forced upon people. Yeah. <laughs> Just, These homes well, are mine. Well, Go the, live in the snow. Well, the Mesopotamians back in the day. They used <laughs> to... <laughs> No, uh, I actually actually want to know the answer to that question. So, er, overlanding was originally generated in Australia, and it Ooh, was when they were sense. developing like opposite ends and stuff. So they started putting in these dirt roads, which created long travels in the 1900s. So they started packing like 
fridge freezers, tents. So in the, in the 1900s, stuff. it was just like... <laughs> it wasn't a fridge freezer. It was, like a, <laughs> it was a box full of ice. Yeah, yeah. a cooler and a, a pallet. <laughs> yeah. um, but that's where the term supposedly originated from was wow. um, in Australia. And a lot of people say an overlander is an Australian is another slang term over there, but... Yeah, where they would use perhaps a ute. <clears throat> well, that's kind of interesting history because the history with diesel, we actually went over, we covered, uh, uh, you know, obviously like Rudolph Diesel is a, is right. a main figure when it comes to, uh, for, you know, diesel engines. Uh, but there's a there's a little crazy story that involves Rudolph Diesel. Do you know about it? I don't. Apparently, he hopped on a, he, he basically disappeared. So he Just was supposed to take Bobby a- Bobby Fishard gone? Dude, he was supposed to hop on this like boat. Um, I can't remember where he's going. I have to look up that uh, the episode. But he was going somewhere. He was slated to be on this boat. People said they saw him on the boat, but he never got off. Oh, that's weird. Right? Uh, did he ever reappear? No. no. Oh. Never found a body or nothing. Like, he just disappeared. The mysterious disappearance of Rudolph Diesel. That seems fishy. Am, am I talking about the same guy or is that Cummins? Maybe no, I'm talking. It's, about, it's not Classy Cummins. No, it's Rudolph. No, it is Rudolph. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just vanished off a boat. Yeah. yeah. We have our theories. 1913, uh, Rudolph Diesel disappeared from a steamer en route to London. Yeah. His body was recovered oh, it, on shore days later. Okay. They did. Their circumstances My bad. surrounding his death are still a mystery. Yeah, because he owed a bunch of money. <clears throat> he like there was some sketchy. You know, some believe stuff. that he <clears throat> may have committed suicide, while others speculate he was murdered by coal industrials, <sighs> aka the oil oligarchs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crazy, huh? That yeah. is crazy. If you want to see or read stories about a bunch of uh, that a b- bunch of diesel chads came up with, we have some comments on our YouTube page <laughs> of because uh, we 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 love our comments and we like opening up stories to our listeners. <laughs> we like hypotheticals. Some of them have taken some liberties and they're fantastic. <laughs> okay. Um, this cider is cidery. It's cidery. I'm glad cider. you're. See, look at you. You're already like in the element. You're just next thing you know, you're going to be showing up in Birkenstocks and socks. Just one episode, we're going to completely transform yeah, you. I think you mean. Ooh. I think you mean Crocs and socks. Crocs. That's, that's and too socks. sweet for me. That's too sweet. <laughs> I'm more of a Crocs kind of guy. <laughs> um, okay, some lingo you guys should know the answer to. What is a snatch block? Easy, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first word, <laughs> we break it down. <laughs> no, no, I, no, I know what a snatch block is. Being, uh, I'm in the, uh, I don't want to say I'm in the UTV industry, but I'm in the oh, UTV would, yeah. crowd. Um, so a snatch block is a, is a, is this like a test? Am I, are we getting graded on this? No, you're not is getting it, graded. Okay. <laughs> a snatch block is a way to either direct your winch line to an area that is not directly in the area that you need to be right. or to increase the pulling capacity of your winch. Boom. Tyler's crushing it. And Tyler is just slowly molding himself. He went from driving a Tundra to he did just buy himself a new diesel. But now he's got a four-door <laughs> Talon. Yeah. Which it's is in the parking awesome. Lot right now. It is in the parking lot. I saw it. It looks good. Yeah. Good color. You got some System 3 stuff on there. Yeah. Some Looking Method stuff. Good. Some Baja stuff. Yeah. I like it. Thanks um, to my buddy over here, Kyle. Hook that's me up. right. Uh, what's an RTT? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't answer the last these question. Are, these, I know <laughs> you're loving these questions. <laughs> ben, take it away. Oh, man. I'm 
trying to find an, another acronym that actually means what it means. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm coming up blank here. <laughs> uh, rooftop tent. There you go. Is what Crushed. it is. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm trying to find oh, man like a, a really, uh, a really. I got a question for you. Kyle. Terrifying. Speaking of stupid, stupid. <laughs> you think about that. I got a question for you. Hit me. With rooftop tents, mm-hmm. like, is there a time frame to where you're like, okay, this is not going to work anymore? <laughs> no, because like, I feel like there's, I, but I feel like there, you know, you like if you go camping all the time or go overlanding all the time, you're, like, right. you're always out. Like, I feel like a rooftop. Being from the person that is a has like a travel trailer camper, yeah, kind glamper, of, yeah. Cla- Easy there, bud. <laughs> Easy there. But uh I, I you know, doing it all the time. Right. Like I in the summertime I spend more time out outdoors sure. than I do at my house. So it's one of those things like for me, like I think it'd be cool like for the first couple of weeks. And then you're but like, then I'm you're over like it. okay. Like Right. So I think the one of the things that you diesel guys may overlook is uh. so some of the camping that we do is actually really cool because we're we're not just like for example our our fire lookout towers you're mm-hmm. not just camping you're camping you can't you're not going to get a, a trailer up to the fire lookout tower and wake up to like the most incredible views ever it's kind of like the van life thing um but y- yes yes and no and a lot of people when they like call to want to buy a rooftop tent i always ask them like what is the purpose of your vehicle yeah because if this is like a rig that you're going to drive, go camping, and then go hunting every morning, a rooftop tent is not for you because you're going to have to set it up, break it down, set it up, break it down the whole time you're out yeah. camping. Um, I, I think if most people have it on there are either like solo guys, um, influencers, or they have an overland-specific rig where they keep gotcha. it on there. And then um, like Ash is a perfect example. His is on, on, on there like three months out of the year. Yeah. Other than that, he just takes it off. But – yeah, I think there's definitely times where it's like unnecessary. You don't need it, like, but yeah, yeah. Right. I I Fair totally enough. get your point on it. Um, what do the Jeep people do when they pass each other on the road? <laughs> I can't say and I can't do it on here. Else, <laughs> 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 you'll get canceled. What's it called? It's called the Jeep wave. The Jeep wave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The the structure or the gesture of the Jeep wave is uh, to be determined. <laughs> I, uh, I think it goes one way. Everybody think it looks a certain way, but to me, it means a different gesture. Oh, <laughs> what is? Can you can you say what that gesture is? Or? <sighs> uh, <laughs> so you know how I'm like sitting in the middle here. Yeah, and some would say that I'm like skiing. <laughs> oh, okay, that, that's what a Jeep wave is to me. Yeah, like, like, hey man, you ski too? Yeah, I ski too, bro. Is that oh, like, yeah. well, you want to go ski together? <coughs> After we ski, we can go to the ski store and talk about skiing. Maybe there'll be another skier there that we can ski with. And go park on the curb in the mall. <laughs> and go go up a curb. <laughs> Do you feel the same with the motorcycle wave? The, like the Harley wave? Yeah, the two fingers down. Uh, I got to tell you, as someone who rode motorcycles, I did not wave at other motorcyclists. Oh, you didn't? No. The only thing uh-huh. I would do is if I saw uh, cops, I'd, I'd tap, tap your my head. But, uh, I, what I was does that not, mean? There's a cop. There's a cop. Hat, oh, cop. gotcha. Do you gotcha. see, okay. if you're on a motorcycle um, and somebody passes you tapping their helmet, there's a cop your way. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I would even- um, A little lookout. In, in Cal- this, this may be too much, too, but I, I did get a couple of waves from other motorcyclists doing this. In, Cal- in California, if I was in the fast lane and- I saw a cop in front of like another biker that was hauling ass. 
I, I even put my hand on top of my like, roof of my slow ranger. down bro they're like dude like i see you and i see them like you're <laughs> watch out yeah or if someone is like because in california it's legal to split lanes if i'm in like right. a carpool lane and there was a motorcycle doing you know like 40 50 60 miles an hour split lanes where i am i'd, I'd throw my hand up there if i knew there was a cop in front of me like dude you should first off split lanes at 60 miles an hour it's a good way to get your adrenaline up. but uh <laughs> <laughs> the second it's like hey man you're gonna get nicked real fast <laughs> yeah i've never been yeah not a big fan of the lane splitting. That's sketchy to me. Oh, lane splitting. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, I've never had like the the biggest adrenaline rush of happiness, and I almost died quicker in my life. I just could imagine like the one person that like is having a bad day. They just got fired from their job or something, and they're just like, "See this guy? He's sitting in traffic, stuck, <laughs> waiting to go home to break bad news to his wife, and sees this motorcycle just and he's like, "Yep, I'm just gonna open my door." Yeah, like, that's what would freak me out. Like I'd get that one guy that's like, I've had enough today, and just opens this door and wipes you out. Yeah, I mean, yeah there, there's a split in lanes as far as like creeping up to the front of the intersection, and right. there's also split in lanes as far as like traffic's going sixty. I want to go ninety. <laughs> I'm gonna go ninety. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, moving on. How do you determine what winch weight you need for your vehicle? Always buy the biggest. By the biggest. <laughs> do you know? I, do you know the mathematical formula? It, I don't, but I'm going to guess. All right. Uh, your vehicle weight, like plus thirty percent. Okay. I'm going to say. I'm going to say. I, I I'm going to say twice your vehicle weight. Tyler's pretty close. One point five times your GW. Damn. Your gross God. weight is be uh, freaking Jeopardy. I know. What is twice your vehicle weight? <laughs> um all right what two popular side-by-sides are the only two on the market with the gearbox the two main i, I can't side that's, a, by that's, sides. A, that, that's a that's an unfair question that's i you. know one's a honda town because <laughs> yeah, my boy tyler has one and that's one of the main reasons he got one what's the next one ben? <laughs> any guesses on we have two of them here we have two of them here that have a gearbox yeah. yes an actual gearbox yes yeah is it Cooper's? No. No. Because no? you know, it's got a belt because he always throws a belt. Uh, <laughs> well, Cooper's got a talent, so technically, yeah, one of them has a uh, – actually, I think he sold it. You know, I, I honestly, I, I am so uh -huh. green when it comes to – I know, like, I got is it. it a Polaris? Is it uh Yamaha YXZ. Bingo. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What does locked up mean when you're off-roading? Not – oh, jeez. <laughs> I can just see the wheels in Ben's Open head answer? spinning. No. Open form? You're so drunk that you can't Oh, move. man. <laughs> locked up. Any guesses? Like while you're off-roading, locked up? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to assume it's where your drivetrain and suspension is completely bound up, like trying to turn sharp and, and four low and locked up or something like that. False. It's lockers. Bingo. <laughs> locked front and rear. What is lockers? When you're locked Jeopardy. up. Jeopardy. I'm coming for you. It's pretty close. <laughs> so if someone says like, "Hey man, you locked up?" You just say, "Yeah, I'm locked up." Yeah, my lockers are engaged. Front and rear are engaged. So, yeah, in the diesel world, like locked up is like I locked up my engine. Yeah, like she's <laughs> locked up. Hydro locked. Hydro locked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I blew a rod. It's half sticking out. I'm locked up right now. <laughs> Next phone call you get when the guy calls you to be like, "Hey man, my diesel's locked up," and be like, "Turn your lockers off, bro." <laughs> yeah, dude, like, what are you doing? You're fine. <laughs> you can still move. <laughs> no, it's it's when you you walk someone through the install on a tuner. Yeah. 
Uh, hey, man, you doing anything else? <laughs> no. Okay, I don't recommend going to stage five. Yeah, or you break. And you get a call 20 minutes later about, dude, my truck is running funny. Like, didn't I just teach you how to install that tuner? Yeah. yeah. And your truck's running funny? Yeah. Do you put it on tune five? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, no. You did, didn't you? You or put you, it on tune five, didn't you? When you're tuning your Duramax and you lock up the ECM in the process of it. Oh, down. that's got to be. <laughs> oh, you man. lock up your nuts because your pants are too tight because you have a Duramax. <laughs> Uh, what is a tail gunner? Uh, someone sitting backwards. <laughs> uh, a poop shoot from a, a side by side coming out the back. No. Okay. Fun what? fact, though, totally unrelated to this. Um, do you know where the phrase "the whole nine yards" came from? Give him the whole nine yards. Oh my God! I y- yes, but I can't remember it. I remember hearing it. Um, just after Pearl Harbor, when we went to go, uh, what was the place called? Starts with a W. They made a movie on it. Anyways, but the tail gunners, their ammo chains were nine yards long. Mm-hmm. So when they say give them the whole nine yards, it's empty the whole clip. Em- gotcha. Give okay. Them, okay. Right? Okay. Pretty cool. Uh, little back, little fun fact. Though? What is a tail gunner okay. specific to like off-roading or okay. overlanding? What I would think is when you're in a group ride, you're the last guy. Bingo. What is he responsible for? I'm freaking a genius. (laughs) Uh, Making sure no one's stuck and nothing's left behind. Yep, pretty much. So like when we did Ultimate Adventure, or Overland Adventure, like they have the trail leader and then usually a mid guy and then a tail gunner. And then that person, anytime the trail leader's like, I'm turning right, tail gunner replies, I'm turning right. And then he also notes when he makes that turn, so that way the person in the very front knows that every single person between those have made that turn. See, we do things, t- t- there's a reason behind them. So you guys are like <laughs> so much more formal. We're like very when we, meticulous. When you guys go, like w- when we go for, like when I go for rides and like a town, like we have a group of people, like right. we're side by side riding. <laughs> this is like, this is the part about a group ride that I hate the most. I hate being the person responsible for the person behind me. Yeah. Because, like, I'm trying to rally. I'm trying to right. have fun. And I'm like, I don't got time to, like, make sure the guy behind me is still behind me mm-hmm. and stopping at every corner. And it's like, okay, we got to wait. We got to wait. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's a, that's a, if you have the communication ability. That's the big one. Yeah. Big, for sure. I mean, even like when we're riding, like, we have like the Motorola. Which you can't hear they when you're suck. ripping. Yeah. Oh, you can't. You got the pedal down you and you can't. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's ridiculous. But um, yeah, that you know that's way more formal than what. <laughs> Let's see. I, I think feel like you you guys have a lot of like you try to make really cool names for stuff that's not that cool. <laughs> like tail gunner, what's your status? It's like uh, I'm just the guy in the back. Yeah. I'm back here. Half drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm way behind. Half drunk. What was that turn? Yeah. <laughs> Hollow eyed. <laughs> the man in front of me just turned right. He stood left. I'm going to go find him. I'm going to shoot him. <laughs> I'll be back in 20 minutes. Take him to the train station. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it does. I mean, it does get. Sometimes it can get overcomplicated, especially on like big trips when they have. I mean, because there's a lot of liability involved too for the people mm-hmm. that are hosting the event. So there's definitely times where. It's like, I think it was Cameron that was with me. We did a couple of rides and we were just like, can we turn off the radio, please? Because it's just like. Too much. It was way too much. Yeah. But again, like there's liability involved. So everybody's got to, you know, make sure that everyone's okay. But um, yeah, it can get a bit overwhelming sometimes for sure. So I got a question. Yeah. 
when you're on those type of like trail rides and that sort of thing, is there like a set amount of, again, I'm going to go back to like my experience with riding with people. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes it's, it's the amount of stops is kind of annoying. Like I feel like, you know, sometimes it's not for you, my guy. Well, I just, <laughs> just kidding. well, here's the thing. When, small groups. Well, here's the thing. When you're like, go riding, right. like I'm there to ride. I'm there to rip. I want to mm-hmm. do, I want to, I want to enjoy my machine. Stopping every two and a half minutes right. is not fun to me. No. And so is there like a, a, since you guys have names for all these things, is there like a standard amount of time that's like, okay, we just stopped two minutes ago. Like, no. Or so is this more like a scenery thing? It's. I, it really depends on the group you're with. I, I can speak for both. Like when, like me, Cooper, and Brian, and some of the off-road guys go riding um, up in like the priest area. We have like a point A and a point B, and we typically will stop maybe once if there's yeah. like a cool lookout or we just want to like do a break. Other than that, it's pedal down and we're gone. Yeah. Um, on a lot of like the organized events, like we're getting ready to go to EJS, not an event you would want to go to because. Every obstacle, if you got 30 rigs, it gets tough. But the rule of thumb typically, and I think most people in the off-road community abide by it, is you get two tries and get your winch out. Yeah. Like, if you're in an area where there's lots of obstacles, um, that's typically the rule of thumb is you get two shots at the obstacle. If you can't get it in two, we're getting the winch out, moving on. Um, But as far as, like, trail riding and stuff, for the most part, I would definitely say the smaller the group, the better. And then, yeah. like, if everybody's on the same page, like, hey, we have a point A, we have a point B, we're going to stop once for lunch. Other than that, let's go. But, yeah, I, it, it definitely – like, there's there's trails in Moab during EGS where – and you're there for the experience and the camaraderie and, like, the amount of people that show up for it's ridiculous. But you go on a trail run with, like, a company like Warren or something like that, it's, it's almost a full-day event. Like, you get there yeah. at 8 o'clock and you're getting off the trail at, like, 4.30. Yeah, and you go by yourself on like a non-busy season at EJS, you can do the whole trail in like forty-five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's crazy. Yeah, but I'd have a hard time not getting blasted. <laughs> oh, because it stops. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, oh, we're stopped again. We're like, oh, that was about thirty-five seconds of actual wheeling. <laughs> it's time for me to pop about nineteen white claws. <laughs> Suns out, calves are out, quads are out. You know, tank tops on. Uh, there is a my lawn chair. <laughs> Some dude. Sometimes there's like crazy. You get some obstacles in like Sand Hollow or. Um, Moab, where if somebody does flop a rig or something, it, it could be a two-hour, three-hour ordeal where you're just parked. Sure, yeah. But I, mean, that, that, I have a hard time with that. It sounds like fun from the aspect of doing something cool with people mm-hmm. that you like right? and enjoying other people's company. But as far as like the actual activity, I feel like I have to like – I want to blow my brains out. No. <laughs> it's Here's the cool part about it, especially when you do like EJS or like a big event like that is – if you do get to the point where you get to stop, you've got 30 of, like, some of the most capable rigs around yeah, coming from all sense. different parts of the country. So you stop, you turn around, and what you think is a JK behind you is some, like, V8 swapped, like, stretched out, like, fully built, and you get to go. So it it definitely, from that aspect, seems like it would be crazy boring and stuff, but every trail you go on is different. Every, every rig behind you is always different. So it turns into, like, anytime you stop, it's like, and you get to see every rig go through the obstacles, which is kind of cool because everyone approaches it differently, does something different. But it doesn't sound – I'll give you that. It sounds extremely boring when you say, you know, a 45-minute trail will take you five hours. Yeah, sounds crazy. But 
it's it's tons of fun and you build a lot of friends and, and camaraderie and the rigs that go on it are super cool but and there's always somebody like me doing something ridiculous and flopping <laughs> taking dirt naps <laughs> i took my dirt nap my first one in san hollow in the x3 uh, yeah, yeah. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Kyle's good at finding the limit of talent. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did my, my Kyle's Corner story on <laughs> your guys' podcast. <laughs> it's 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 it gets interesting. Um Yeah, I'm out of I'm out of those questions. You guys crushed it. So what is it about diesel guys that overlanders just friggin' hate? I don't think they do. I think that's. I think I genuinely think it's like a, a diesel guys don't like the overlanders. I think so too. I'm with you uh, on that one, <laughs> because because you got to think like I said on the beginning. Ben's like, ah oh, man, because so but it's not most, reciprocated. Is what you're saying. <laughs> it's definitely not it's reciprocated. One way hate. It's Dude, one way. You go to like Overland Expo and like ninety percent of the trucks in there are like super nice diesel rigs or like they're old Land Rovers that they put in diesels or like. There's there's a lot of diesel enthusiasts in the off road community. Oh yeah, you got to show them a little love. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean I do. Uh, I like Chase Wilcox. I like, I like you like you like two people of the whole industry. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> thinking, 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 yeah, processing. <laughs> so j- just to clarify here, as far as like the the tier of off rotoring, you're like granola here. And I don't mean this to be offensive, Tyler, but like, so we've got Kyle over here <laughs> who will consider him for this podcast Master Granola. Yeah. Okay? Uh, we've got Tyler over here who has a side by side. He has like a toe in the granola pond. Like, he, he, yeah, actually, I, no, you're not overlanding though. You're still, you, you drive a diesel truck with a trailer. Well, with I do a have a self sufficient. Like, he's, he's trailer. more like mixed the nuts than he is granola. Well, he's, I'm a clamper. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a diesel guy that has a side by side. So he, he is, uh, I would say, you know, sixty-nine percent diesel guy, thirty-one percent side-by-side guy, if you yeah. will. I think honestly, he's more diesel than side-by-side. But he has yeah. he has some side-by-side. I got nothing. Like as far as side-by-sides go, I like I like riding them. I like that they make noise. Uh, <laughs> I like Tyler's. Um, every single side-by-side I've ridden in, I've liked it. <laughs> well, but you just can't pull the trigger on one. Well, th- or that's you just don't have like the of, desire to, or what? Uh, that's one of the actually maybe one of the questions I would I would pose to to you, and 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 maybe would have to come out in a later episode, like dialed in. But like for me, actually, I'm going to pose the question, and if we can't answer it in this episode, it's totally fine. But for me, like I do like side by side stuff. I I do eventually want to get one. Right. Um. I am not uh, budget wise new side by side money. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not opposed to it if there's a proper argument for it, but I do definitely need to make sure I'm doing my budgeting correctly on it. Right. And the way I, I look at this is I'm an extremely mechanically inclined, inclined guy. However, I do understand that this is a toy. Sure. Um, it's like when, a giant RC car. Yeah. And, and when I do want to use it, I don't want to have to be tinker on it all the time. Right. And I know that mm-hmm. typically newer stuff, as long as you're working within your means, you're not always tinkering on it. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't want to buy something that's already like 10 years old that has a bunch of hours on it that I know is going to need a bunch of work. Right. But at the same time, I'm not the guy that's going to be shilling out a bunch of money for it. Yeah, you don't want to go spend 30 Gs on a brand new. Yeah, because then there's other stuff too, like as far as trailer and gear and all that kind of stuff, and all that stuff mm-hmm. that goes along with it. Mm-hmm. So I would pose the question, for someone like me who, you know, 
already has the tow rig, doesn't need to do anything about that. Um, but it, for my qualifications would be, it has to be a four seater, right? Because I got a family, and I want to. I I don't need tons of power. As much as I like power, I don't need tons of power. the The goal for me is to get out there and do fun stuff with my family, right? And be able to wrap around a couple of corners and you know break it loose on the dirt. You know what I mean? And I would like that whatever side by side I do get into, as far as the aftermarket goes, there are parts available. Mm-hmm. Should I decide to, you know, oh, I want to do some arms on there. I want to. Yeah. 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 Like 2016, 2018 Ford or Razor. Yeah. 1,000 non turbo. You can get into those super cheap. XP <clears throat> 1,000. Tons of parts for him. Tons of parts. Mm-hmm. Plenty of power. And uh, yeah, you can get them reasonably priced. This is like the perfect entry level UTV. So 16 to 18 Razor 1,000 four door. Yeah. Non turbo. Yeah. So uh, tell me more about this. What is this? What's the engine in? What's going on? 1,000 cc, obviously. Yeah. Naturally aspirated. Mm-hmm. My dad's got the two door and it's got way too much power for him because he uses it just for hunting um but yeah it'd be the per it's got crazy it's like the jeep the the players razor is like the jeep of or the dodge ram of your diesel industry it's like the most accessorized side by side on the 100 percent. i need to change my i don't want it you don't, you don't want it if it's like the jeep i don't want it then <laughs> oh, a haunted talent buddy it's, <laughs> if it's like the jeep i don't want it's it's like it's like the the Diesel excursion of side you by side. You shut your mouth. You keep the excursion <laughs> in and out your mouth when you're talking about side by sides. Okay, my friend. Uh, it, and that, it, if I would, t- if you were to like, here's my budget. Go pick me one. That's the first thing I'd look for. Okay. Just, just because the amount of accessories that are readily available, like Tyler knows this. You get into the talent, and it's grown a lot over the last year, it significant has. amount. But when he was first. Well, first off, it took you, what, like eight months to get it? It took me six months. So six like, months and two days. The day you pulled the trigger on it, we were looking at parts, and it was just like, uh, you can get, like, a light bracket and <laughs> some wheels. Yeah. Like, And now there's, like, a, a crazy amount of aftermarket support for it. So I, I don't think you'll run into it, especially since you're not buying new. Um, but I but think... One thing that you want to look at, though, because especially right now, I mean, obviously you're not looking right now, but, like, mm-hmm. even the price of used stuff, because you got to look at because a lot of people that get them do the same thing. They get a a new you know Razor one thousand XP, but then they put like five grand into it, or ten but, to fifteen, or ten to fifteen. <laughs> but they expect that out of it, and now they're selling it for more than the price of a of what they bought it for in the yeah. base model. One ag- you could just buy one new, right? I would agree with that a hundred percent. Yeah, because right now people are taking advantage of the fact that people can't get them. Yeah, like my my friends, uh, Jeremy and Missy, Jeremy Dane, mm-hmm. ICDI. They just sold their general for like thirty five k. It was a twenty twenty general with it had a windshield, windshield wiper. Um, it had a winch, factory wheels and tires on it. Uh, I mean, it was a nice rig. It was a it's nice a, a, general. A general, isn't that more like a workhorse type? I, I call the generals like the a, truck of the like, UTV industry. It's like the, the, sporter, uh, the sportier the, truck, the Subaru. Cross track yes. or whatever it is. It's <laughs> yeah, like, small bed. It's like they tried to make the front a little bit sporty, but it's it's got a small trailer bed. We had one. Yeah, they're, the four door one we had. They don't have trailer. That arms. was wrapped in the OPP stuff. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, the they've flip. got. It's from the off road guys. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, they've got a arm suspension. <laughs> I, I, just kidding. I love you guys. Well, they got a arm suspension in the back with coilovers, but it's not yeah. like the razors or the talons or the. Or KRXs that have trailing arms and and long travel suspension, so it's like the it's they're a good machine. They're a great machine. You could I've seen 
plenty of badass freaking generals. Oh yeah, like Brian's was badass. Cool. Like I think it was, I think it was sick. Yeah, and they uh, do like the most of the aftermarket control arm companies do like a plus two forward on the front a arms, so yeah. it pushes like everything forward two inches, so you can fit some bigger tires on there. Because they they have a weird out four inches too or no. Forward four inches, extending oh, the wheelbase. Plus two forward. Oh, I said plus two four. I was like, oh, no. This <laughs> yeah. so goes forward two inches, out four inches, eight inches of wheel width. <laughs> yeah. um, I, that's a good point. And it's something I'm sure you guys are seeing in the di- diesel industry. Going back to your comment about pricing, you need to find somebody like my dad who who bought this thing brand new and he's too cheap to pay. Get some wheels and tires, dad. What? These ones work fine. No, they they no. You need some cooler wheels and tires. Let's get an exhaust put on that. Why my exhaust isn't broken? Yeah. You need like the the that the guy. grandpa truck of side by sides yeah. is is what you need to find. Because and I'm sure you guys are seeing this in the diesel world. We're definitely seeing it in the off road world, especially in the side by side markets. People are buying up these new things like crazy. The Broncos, the Pro R's, and a lot of it's not companies. They're private parties buying three or four of them and then turn around and flipping them for ten grand more mm-hmm. because there's nowhere you can get them. Yeah, and so it's just it's crazy what the price of used things are going for now. So yeah, and I would be not opposed to getting into something new if it did end up making sense there and it fit my right. budget. You know, because totally. I I know that the newer I get, the 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 more capable it is sure. for the money, and also the less wrench time I got to put on it. Right, because that does come into a factor. Like I don't mind I don't mind doing that kind of stuff, but at the same time, it's a new platform that I would have to learn. Sure. And at the end of the day, like my time to fix and wrench on things is getting smaller by the day. Right. Uh, I'm a. I don't know. But I'm trying to get too like. So I, I've I've a. Oh yeah, a, you just got yeah, yeah a new I, baby. I got a four year old and a four month old. <laughs> um, that's where we're stopping. But Zero playtime. Yeah, I've got like I can barely I wrenched all my own stuff already, and I can barely keep up with that. So I, I would you know, the toy I want to make sure that I have no problem like because obviously my excursion I'm very familiar with right I can work on that the side of the road anywhere I don't care but the the town or like if I don't know I keep saying town because honestly it's the, the town and what you have is already in my head what I'm gonna get I'm just yeah. gonna say it out loud <laughs> hey. Tal- all UTVs me. are considered a talent in, me, ben, yeah. in Ben's head <laughs> <laughs> nothing else exists plus <laughs> I, the other thing there too is like the, and this is a factor for me and maybe it's a factor for maybe some other people out there too but like if I was to buy a side by side. I know who I would be going out with most of the time. Sure. And it more than likely be Tyler. Right. Tyler has a side-by-side. He has, Or, I'm sorry, Tyler has a talent. If I have a talent and Tyler has a talent and something happens, now we've got two heads working on something, or for some reason parts or whatever, Tyler buys new parts, I can buy his old parts. It just right. you start kind of creating this little group. Of, uh, trust me, if you had a razor, wait five minutes. You'll see another guy with a razor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, true story <laughs> true. Um, yeah. but the the other nice thing too if you buy something that's you know five to six years old if they haven't done it already as the owner like most of the UTVs when they come out like any other vehicle on the market but I think more so on the UTV side of things because they are hammered on and rallied and they're toys you, it's, you find the failing points pretty quick you find yeah. the, the factory weak stuff so most people are upgrading their um all their studs or their wheel studs is a big one on the razors. Like we sold a ton of wheel studs in the past because, in fact, my I'll, I'll pull up a picture right now. Uh, wheel studs. Yeah. yeah. Check. <laughs> Look, let's see. My uncle texted me Monday. My uncle Butch. Shout out to Uncle Butch. <laughs> this is in San Hollow, of all places, ironically, on Monday. <laughs> 
sheared oh, off all of rear? his all of his wheel studs. Yeah, just bye bye. Oh, what a <laughs> See, that's <laughs> the kind of shit I don't want to have to deal with. <laughs> well, that's that's that what I'm saying. A bad day. So, so you get something that like one, you're either bringing the spare parts, which I think for the most part, like 2016 to newer, like there's really not a lot of spare parts you need to bring. If anything, maybe like an axle shaft. Um, belt. But you, you a belt, yeah, for mm. sure a belt. But if you upgrade all the other things, like get some beefier radius rods, so if you're not going to get one that bends on you. Um, you know, wheel studs, and you can do a little bit of research about those. Find all the the weak points, and then bulletproof it essentially, yeah. if you would. Um, I think that's, and then you don't really have to worry about it. For the most part, I mean, we don't even bring spare tires, which we learned the hard way. Have you heard our spare tire story? No. So <laughs> when we go out, I mean, we we bring enough tools to change a belt if we blow a belt. Other than that, everything else, like we've gone through it, radius rods, um, you know, wheels, tires, everything. There was one trip we did, me, Cooper, Brian, um, I think Ash was with us, and Cooper blew his tire, and we didn't bring, so we had four side-by-sides and a four-wheeler, not a single spare for either one of them. <laughs> like, and we're not, y- you guys know how we are, like we're not going out there to like drive pavement roads, like we are no. hammered down, like we're flying well scooper managed somehow to this day i still don't understand it he put a hole he got a flat tire we all stopped we're like what the heck this thing's not even like i don't see anything anywhere it's not debeated he somehow punctured the inside lip of his method wheel put a hole through the wheel (laughs) we were like how do you do that yeah (laughs) so like that's like we can't even patch the hole it's in the physical wheel so then Cooper hops in with me. <laughs> we take his side by There's side. There's your first bad idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then we take this side by side back, drop it off. Cooper hops in with me. We're driving in our four-door Terex. And we get to the trailhead, and we had this awesome plan. We were all going to go up to this lookout, get on the trailhead. I hammer down, and almost within one minute, Cooper looks at me and goes, you take some interesting lines, not 30 seconds later, my front right tire went into a boulder the size of his head. <laughs> right as he's like, you take some interesting lines. Boom. <laughs> I smacked this boulder, flat tire. So now we have no spares, no flats, no backup vehicles. So I had to drive like six, no, it's like 12.7 miles on a flat tire. Damn. Back to where we parked, and Cooper just played solitaire the whole time. He's like, you idiot. <laughs> So yeah, God. spare tires definitely invest in are those, spare tire. Are those uh, again naivety? Is there a two list like just normal like, like yeah? Pizza? Is there what you guys didn't bring like a like a like a patch kit? Yeah. Oh, they were unpatched. The so Coopers couldn't do patch right, it because right, yeah, it's on the rim. Real. Mine grenaded the sidewall of it. Oh, okay, like put yeah. a six inch long hole in the sidewall. Challenge yeah, yourself. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we always have a patch. How many kit. patches you got? <laughs> it was like we can't repair that one. So, um, but you find out real quick, like, and I'm sure Tyler's can attest to this. Like you, you go out on your machine two or three times and you know exactly like the ins and outs of it, what you're going to need to bring, what's rattling, what might break. Um, but for the most part, they're, especially the new rigs, they are built solid from the factory. Like the new pro R is ridiculous. Yeah. Like boxed upper arms, um, it's got a freaking two liter. Comes with thirty twos. Yeah, like comes with thirty twos. Three inch freaking Fox shocks. Like it's it's built. And really, like the cool thing with the side by sides too is like they're so forgiving that if you do pop a tire or something, um, 
like you can always get back to where you're going. Um, the the only time I've ever seen anybody like get trailered out on a side by side is like they've wadded it up in the dunes, uh, like they've sent it and like no bueno. So the last ride of last year that we went on, uh, we were up at Tacoma Creek. Yeah, and uh, it was snowing, raining, slush. It was it was just a nasty day. <laughs> we had my buddies parents has they have a 2020 um pro xp four-seater 1000 turbo so the new body style yeah. four-seater <laughs> he i was behind him and he, he started kind of slowing down and i'm like kind of on him and he starts to kind of pull over and i'm like okay well he wants me to pass him right. so i kind of get up beside him and i'm like you okay and he's like i think i just blew my belt Oh, and I was man. like, oh, that sucks. And so we stopped. <laughs> but he, yeah. it, Bye. I thought he turned it off. It died. Oh, no. And so, and so we pull over, and we're looking at it, and they're starting to take take the belt cover off and look at it. Did it go into the intake? Well, no. <laughs> so they're, he's taking apart. His son was ahead of him, and we were with his wife, and he, he she was like, hey, go get Keith. Right. He's a, so I, I rallied down to go get Keith. We go down to get Keith. There's a Toyota freaking Tacoma that's almost sliding off the hillside, off the road. And I'm like, wow, this is getting to be a cluster. Like, you know what? What are we doing? And so I go down to get Keith. I'm like, hey, Keith, your dad, like, he's just like, the belt. Like, he doesn't know what he's doing. So Keith comes back with me. They go to start taking it apart. The belt's fine. Uh oh. Yeah. So we're like, okay, maybe it's like something like maybe because we turn the key on and we're trying to listen for the fuel pump and it doesn't sound like the fuel pump's on. So we're like, okay, maybe it's the fuel pump. Let's, you know, like a car, let's bang on it. Yeah. See if we can get it going. Nothing. We get nothing. We had to, we had to tow him out probably 10 miles ish, tow him out of that area. Come to find out this thing's got not even 800 miles on it. Uh Uh-oh. Blown engine. No. Yeah. Lemon. Like dropped a valve or did something, but it. Yeah, he he was out of warranty on it, but oh. he got them to cover parts. He had to pay labor. Oh, but man. This, I mean, brand new machine, and he drives it like a freaking. But again, that like with any like to me with any high performance vehicle, like if you don't drive it like it's supposed to be drove, mm-hmm. totally agree. Things are gonna, and so he drives it like you know an old man. Right, you gotta get so on. So I, those you know, but who knows, like. I asked him, I was like, did they find out what caused it? And he's like, not really. I'm like, man, that that's the, That's one of the only, that, that's another thing with these new vehicles. Like, you look at the inside of that new Pro-R, like, you're looking inside, like, a new vehicle. It's like, everything's yeah. got screens. Yeah, and I, it's I like, moved Tyler, uh, Cooper's freaking screen inside. Yeah. yeah. I got it, and he's like, yeah, just turn the key and move it. I was like, screen. It's like, I, I love what it. What the hell? It, it adds, like, a lot more of, like, some... Um, it's more of a commodity than anything really and it's just more a convenience factor having like navigation and all that stuff on there but man i look at that sometimes and it's like i've seen the weather we drive in i've seen the like what we do to these machines like i feel like that's just way more things that can go wrong totally and and i know with the xp pros they had some issues um some recall issues or some some issues with with a uh, check engine lights coming on because of some electronics. Yeah, or, some wiring thing. Yeah. I've, I, I heard it, and that's what we that's what I thought it was. And I told him about that. I was like, "Hey, my boss has got one." Cause yeah, Brian had that issue with his. Yeah, um, and so I'm like, "Hey, this is what it could be," but it, it wasn't. <laughs> it I wasn't. I just realized the side by side for you. 
that we had completely overlooked. You need mm-hmm. to buy a 2017 five-speed manual Mahindra Rocksor. Yeah. Turbo diesel. You can get them brand new for like 16K. Boom. That <laughs> is your world. <laughs> I, that's cool. That screams wrong. bad. That is They're kind of the excursion badass. of the it's UTV the excursion world. of badass, the UTV. But here's the thing. <laughs> who do I go? Who would I go off-roading or side-by-siding with? Tyler. Dude, anybody in a side by side would dust that. Thing. You'd be yeah. surprised. Yeah. You'd be. You take the the limiter and everything off it. Have you driven ours? Well, the thing with is, the it, to drive thing? that thing to keep up with Tyler in his in stock version, I'm pushing that thing to its limits, which yeah. is not something I want to do with a family in there. True. Yeah. Well, and I I guess ours is a little different because it's got like a custom three link front end. Oh yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> but like it kept up. I think that's if, if I like, had more land, that's what I would get for sure. Right. That's yeah. like the most utilitarian. That's side the by coolest side. thing ever. Yeah. I'm going to take this moment to have a quick barley juice break. Um, <laughs> the the last barley juice that we got for Kyle being on the Offer Podcast, I saved it for last. It's called the <laughs> Keep It Crunchy Granola Stout. <laughs> because people who overland like granola, right? Yeah. There's I mean, Keep it moonlight. crunchy. Look at the. I mean, look at this. How side. did you guys? You got, I you feel like lights. You pick mushrooms. There's you, dandelions. I'm pretty sure you can eat those. If you guys aren't watching this on YouTube, it looks like they they literally yeah. like printed these labels off themselves and slapped them on there. Oh, that, they did. They're totally. that perfect. These are small bat. Like Corey. No, I mean like these. like you did as yeah. a joke. <laughs> like we did it. Like, no, these are it's real. actually it's it, it's called the it's called the OMG series. The, it, it should have been called the Olaf series. Dude, look, there's a, a a man with a backpack and a woman in a kayak. That's, They're both enjoying that's this just beautiful fantastic. outdoors. Keep it yeah. crunchy. I love it. This hearty granola stout is the perfect companion for your next outdoor adventure. Ooh. Complex oh. and flavorful, it overflows with peace, aromas, and <laughs> vanilla undertones. I'm not making this up. I didn't print this. This is fully what they put on there, okay? Bestowing a subtle sweetness that pairs beautifully with the silky texture derived <laughs> From the falcon oats and dried cranberries. Flaked, flaked oats. Flaked oats and, dried, and dried cranberries. Hashtag keep it crunchy. Did Cran- Brian Meyer write that for them? Cocoa nibs? You should have. <laughs> yeah, stout with natural flavors and caramel color. Cranberry, cocoa nibs, oats, <laughs> honey, pelican flavor. Pelican? Like the bird? Like the, I was wow. going to say the bird? So that cider was a little bit stronger <laughs> than we thought. Pecan, maybe? Pecan flavor, okay. not pelican. <laughs> Pretty sure that's an animal that is on yeah. the endangered, critically endangered species list, and you shouldn't be eating they it. They are not putting it, it into a stout. <laughs> Reason 6-9 why overlanders don't like diesel, guys. Yeah. We can't read. <laughs> we can't read. Pecan flavor and v- vanilla. Yeah, wow. Brewed and canned by Brewery Omegang. Let me guess, Colorado. Cooperstown, New York. Oh. Way off. Wow. Oh, I, I, was, I, was, I, know wow. I was gonna guess so like gonna, Portland. It's a, it's a yeah. special kind of granola crunchies. They're from New York, which means not oh, they're only super special. Not there. only are they super granola saucy, but they will cuss you out while they tell you how good you are. Yeah, I'll tell you what. One hey, of the, I'm walking here. Yeah. <laughs> one of the coolest places I wheeled um was in Ultimate Adventure in when we did like it was like Maine to Pennsylvania. We covered, I think, seven different states, but um, everything over there is privately owned. There's n- there's nowhere you can go to like publicly ride. Yeah. And we show up to this really cool, um, really cool. Thanks, Ben. 
You're the man. Thanks, Tyler. Give me a, give me a slice of it. I already have to use the bathroom like super hardcore right now. <laughs> you can take a break if you need to. Me and Ben can talk. Okay. You can take a yeah. time out. Okay. Tyler, Tyler will be right back. Yeah. Um, but there's this really cool like venue where they put on um like privately off road training people. Mm-hmm. Like so, and it, as we're talking with this guy, I can't remember the exact numbers because it was three years ago now. Um, but we were like within an hour of like New York City or something crazy like that. I was like, "What?" I'm guessing it's, of- it's all like upstate New York. I'm yeah, guessing. yeah. And it, it was the coolest place. But we were chatting with this guy, and he's like, "It's it's cool. Like we're privately owned. We teach people how to use their off road vehicles. But it's not like what you think, where they show up with like Jeeps on forties. They show up in like brand new like Range Rovers, and like they teach them how to like use their locker or you like here's how you would go over an obstacle, and it's like bone stock stuff, but." Pretty crazy. Anyways, that's my New York story. I mean, that, that's a good a good business for them. Oh, it was super cool. They had like a huge cabin they were building, and like we camped out on site there. Like they were awesome people. Like I wish I remember their names, but um, yeah, it was br- like they just had, like all the yuppity people in New York that buy these off road rigs that want to actually like use them or know how to. They can go there and get trained on it. And, well, that, that is a corner of the country that I've yet to discover or go there. I'd love to. I think Cameron went on, went with you yeah. up there. Right? Yeah, I remember yep. when Cameron came back, he was like, dude, it's like the Pacific Northwest. It's <laughs> totally. Just like with accents. Yeah. Everybody out there, is, they talk different, but it's like it's all green. It's all trees. You dude. think New York and you think city. And I, I've I've known people that are like, they're like, oh, I'm from New York. Like, no, no I'm from upstate New York. Yeah. It's it, not the same. It, it was bizarre because when I was on this trip, I was thinking anytime I got on the highway, I'd be driving by like city skyscrapers. And, mm-hmm. dude, it was like green as can be. You can't see a city in sight. You take an exit. Next thing you know, you're like in this crazy neighborhood. That's good. Is it? If, if no one's tried the crunchy yet, it is good. I feel like I should shake it. Like it needs to be oh yeah, there's someone at the core over there. There's the pelican. I get yeah, the yep. keep it crunchy. <laughs> yeah, the pelican. The pelican it, is is the it, key. It almost uh, it almost flies in, if you will, late with the flavor. It's like, but it's like a, a big bottom throat pelican flavor. I will say this: is this total wine? Total wine, yes. Total wine. If you guys have a total wine and more, and you are looking for a fresh beverage for your next campsite, keep it crunchy. It is fantastic. It smells like chocolate. Yeah. It is. It's, it's almost a dessert beer. Yeah, oh, this wow. would be. That's this very... is like the ideal wow. like sit by a campfire after a long day riding on the trail. Like yeah, like yeah. I'll be fully honest. I could only do one of those. Oh yeah, like, oh, 100%. That's a, not that because is... it's not good, but just because it's like I, I. It's just it's a very full bodied sweet beer. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. You're welcome. Actually, Corey says you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> you're the man. Corey's the guy behind the scenes that makes sure all of our voices sound fantastic. Thank you, Corey. Yeah, I th- I think you should get yourself a side by side. I know I'm one to talk. I'm I'm working on it. It's coming sooner than later, but it's it's one of those things. It's I, I keep telling my wife the way I'm explaining is it, like it's my boat. Like it mm-hmm. took me forever to convince her to buy a boat. Once we bought a boat, it was like. She'll never live without one. She's like, yeah. this is the best time ever. We were on the lake every weekend. And I'm trying to explain to her, like, if we get the side-by-side on the weekends we're not boating, we could go to fire towers and lookout towers and And guess what? There's more weekends to side-by-side than there is to boat. Yeah. yeah. Not, not, I'm not saying anti-boat either. I love seeing my wife in a swimsuit. I love boating, <laughs> okay? Like, straight up. On the water, right. good times. 
But up here, it's you're stuck with like maybe April, May, June, and July, and a little bit of August. I mean, if you're if you're there to go boating and like swim in the water, like obviously fishing is a different story. But mm. yeah, so I'm in the works of it. But I think you you, you just get a side by side. I, want I think to. so too. And, yeah. and and the thing as far as like what what I need out of a side by side, like I fully recognize that like I am not. I'm, what am I trying to say here? Like. I want something that has all four seats because if we're camping or we're out there right. and me and, and my wife, or her name's Lynette, if you guys didn't know, you guys probably don't know because it's the first time I've been on here, but if me and my wife, Lynette, want to go out and ride on the trail, we have two kids. We're, we don't have any extended family here, so our kids are always going to camp with us, which I want. I want them to go and have fun with us. Right. But if me and her want to go and do something, that means the two other kiddos have to come. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that I don't want to get gnar and extreme in front of my four, five, six year old son because I do. Because <laughs> trust me, if it's me and him in the side by side, game on. <laughs> we're feeding the R's, my friend. Just putting two seatbelts <laughs> on him. Let's go, boy. <laughs> yeah. We're getting harnesses and we're going straight to catch up. We're going right through mustard, <laughs> straight to catch up. We're banging the limiter. I don't, I don't give a shit what's happening, but we're having fun. I want him to go home or like go to school the next day, and be like. Guys, I'm never gonna believe it. Dude, he was so fast. And honestly, if we're going like 25, he's probably like, oh, that's so fast. <laughs> but I want him to know. I, I want him to have the satisfaction of like passing people. Yeah. And feel like getting down and feeling it. And I understand that like we don't have to have a ton of power for a six year old to feel like we're going fast. Yeah. But I also, the 80% of the time, it's four of us probably with a child in a car seat. Right. You know, just trying to like be the. The tail gunner, if you will. <laughs> I, I like more caboose. My my personally, I like. I think caboose is more the caboose. Yeah, because uh, tail gunner. Who who the hell are you attacking? <laughs> who are you shooting? <laughs> it's the caboose. You're the end of the trail, my friend. You're the end of the group. The caboose doesn't sound cool though. No, it doesn't. Nobody wants to be the caboose. People want to <laughs> so be. So you the give tail them gunner. a cool name so yeah. they feel better about their you, situation hey, in you the back. Be the tail gunner. <laughs> yeah. You want to yeah, watch our six and be the tail gunner, friend? <laughs> yeah, I'll tail gun. What's that? You're in the very back of the pack. Yeah. <laughs> Just make sure everyone turns right or turns left. <laughs> but I, I fully acknowledge, like, it, we, we, we would be the caboose in, like, the group of people, which is fine. Like, I'm not right. trying to win any races. I just, the goal for me truly is to be out there doing stuff with my family. Right. That, it's completely, for me, my kids are a little bit older than yours. Mine are nine and seven. But, the fr- I remember the first time I took him like camping, camping where we roughed it in tents. It was uh, Bradley was only like eight months old. We went to uh, Glacier, and he immediately like loved it. Like he was only eight months old, but like never had any issues. So as they got older, like it- it's so cool when I take him now because they'll get out of the car and they'll go. They'll just like run. Where are you guys going? We're gonna go find the sticks. Like right. perfect, bring them back for a fire. Doing what? <laughs> we're gonna find sticks. We're gonna come back. That's what they do. We're gonna, we're gonna start fire. We're gonna light the sticks on fire. When those burn up, we're gonna go get more sticks. We're gonna light those sticks on fire. And then my daughter's like, "I found this rock. Look how cool this rock is." I'm <laughs> yeah. like, "What the heck?" Now I've got cup holders in my car full of rocks, and it's so much fun when you get them like that. Makes me so happy. out of their element and like into the woods. Like it just changes their whole perspective on like. There's nothing they can do. They can't turn the TV on. They can't do anything. So, like, they have to use their imagination. But I think it's, yeah. I just well, especially convince, nowadays convince with kids. Wifey. I mean, I you know, obviously I don't have any. <laughs> you got, your dog's um, your kid. 
Yeah, yes. Um, but like seeing my brother's got like three kids and uh, just seeing the uh, the attachment that the younger generation has with cell phones Crazy. is just honestly it. I don't have kids, but it's sickening to me Jeez. because I, I remember when I was a kid, like we we had this little we called it is a very technical name. There was this creek by our house. Yeah. We'll call it the creek. <laughs> We're going to Creek Creek. <laughs> no, but that's like what we would do. We would take our bikes, we'd go down, we'd build forts, we'd try to start fires, we tried to catch fish. We were we were literally in the woods all day. Any given moment. Until we were getting yelled at. Typically like when my parents had pagers back in the day. Oh yeah. They'd make us take the pager and it's like when yep. you call a pager, that means you have to come home. Yeah. And so that You've that's got what thirty we, minutes. You got thirty minutes, like you know, get yeah. home. But but nowadays it's like my brother's got it's it's not his actual kid it's it was from his uh, his wife's uh, a previous married marriage he married into it this kid is just freaking glued to his phone and it I don't even have like a relationship with him so right. it's, I can't be the guy just like dude get off your phone you little yeah. punk like it's just honestly it's sickening to me to see like. Going out places and seeing people deal oh, you with see a like kid a, or a whole family at the dinner table, just like it's 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 disgusting. And, yeah, and maybe that's part of the reason why I'm not a social media guy. I'm not a phone guy. Like, try, tr I dare you, try calling me on the weekend. Try, yeah. it. it's <laughs> not possible. It's not possible unless we have plans. Yeah, I know that if I call him on the weekend, he's not gonna answer. Not gonna. It's not and gonna even happen. If we have plans. I know that if I call him, I he's probably not gonna answer. I should just show up at his house. Yeah, <laughs> and even then. It's a 50-50 chance, <laughs> but there's that that disconnect. You gotta have that. You, oh yeah. People being stuck on those screens all the time is just is is asinine to me. It's just it's crazy. It is, and it's unfortunate too because like I'm watching my son and daughter grow up, and it's it's their, I guess my daughter's first year in school. Um, but they they both came home with laptops. They're nine and seven. Eight and six at the time they started school. Like, first of all, you trust that and kid with the laptop? That's what the, that was my first question. <laughs> the mainframe. My first words out of my mouth to my wife when I came home from work and saw him sitting there with laptop. I said, "Where did those come from?" She said, "There's school. They do all their homework on them." And I was like, "Are they insured?" <laughs> yeah. my first, I'm like, "They're eight and six. They're gonna dump their cereal on it. They're gonna drop, drop. it. Yeah. They're gonna like what?" But it's it, it was frustrating to see like. That young of an age to have that. I remember when I, I was like a senior in high school, I got my first cell phone. It was a Motorola Razor. Yeah. It was the first phone I yeah. got. And I was a senior in high school. And they're eight and they've, they're sending them home with Chromebooks. And I'm just like, what in the world? It's just creating a massive dependency on, on electronics and, and entertainment through a screen, yeah. which is so get. Yeah. I, I fully, I've been telling you to get a side by side. I've been telling you to get a, a camper. Get something like I know Overland guys think I'm like glamping and that sort of thing. No, I was just teasing me. I'd I, sleep no, I in know. a camper in RV. I think ever. I, I think if you don't give me wrong. Options. But um, I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like even when we do go camping, okay, or glamping, whatever the hell you want to call it, we spend zero time inside the oh, camper. Yeah, yeah. It's all sitting we by are the fire, out. riding. Or, we're riding. Yeah. We're Hell, we're we're even out in the woods starting a fire in a random spot just yeah. to hang out because yep. it's a cool view. I mean, it's um, 
yeah, I, getting outdoors, I think, is, a, is probably one of the best things for small children just to experience actual life right. and, and enjoy and, totally and that agree. sort of thing. So it, there, the, 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 When we took uh, we both my wife and I are, are total tent campers. We all grew up tent camping. Um, but the last, I think it was Memorial Day, we took uh, Ash and his brother and a couple other guys. We all went camping. And uh, my son, Ricky, was Basically, yeah, he was, he was about, no, he'd be four. He was about three and a half at that time. Yeah. And uh, he absolutely had a blast. Like, the where where you have, a like, a normal tent, temper tantrum with a kid that's like, no, I want to play with toys. I don't want to go to bed. I want to. His was, I want to go fishing. Right. I want to go fishing. Like, he was literally yelling and screaming, snot coming out of the nose. <laughs> I want to fishing <laughs> and we were riding dirt bikes it just Dude. it was uh, it's my two uh not to get like too deep on the episode because we're obviously we're getting on to about an hour here but the as far as like my uh our philosophy as far as like ipads and and screen time one that uh my wife being a teacher we both know it's it's uh it's it, inevitable if you will, hundred uh, percent. Our lives are going to be dictated by screens in the future, whether we like it or not. Uh, whether it's a, uh, it's Speak screens or not. Yeah, <laughs> screens goes, are not going away. It goes back to the conversation side by sides. Look at all the new ones. They put giant screens in because yeah. they know even us adults are like, woo, fancy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whether it's good or not, I'm not here to debate that. But if the I'm not going to cut screens out of my child's life as long as possible, only for them to be behind once they get introduced. Right. Sure. Granted, kids are adaptable; they learn fast and whatnot. But, um, and I will say, we do monitor and watch what he's watching. He he honestly has learned a ton from a lot of different apps and games that we've downloaded. And right. There, there is a benefit to it, but our, our whole thing is, if it ever comes to a point as far as a tablet, where he chooses the tablet as opposed to going outside playing catch wrestling just dicking around in the house right whatsoever then it's gone bye bye like, then then your time starts getting throttled yeah and so far <clears throat> he's been really good at that if i ever tell him like hey man you want to go in the garage my kid's like down yeah like my son is like I'll, yeah i'll go pick up rocks okay yeah. like can i play in the excursion while i work on it totally yeah. like, you come out yeah you want to hold this okay that's fine granted you're you're 20 minute you know, cleaning your terminals on your batteries turns into four hours in the garage with a four-year-old. <laughs> but I'm here for it. That's I'm a dad. That's my right. job. You know. Right. And, and I can only imagine that uh, with a side-by-side, that gets amplified and even more fun. Like, it, I, I, it I is would love to have a side-by-side. Like, look at Tyler. Even when he got that, like, I know you went camping, mm-hmm. and I know you used to you used to have boats, and you used to, but like now every weekend, Tyler. I'm going to the Moses Lake Sand yeah. Dunes to go rip. I'm going here to go rip. And going it's to like, Juniper this weekend, dude. It's like it's there's so much fun. Well, the, the best part about it too, and I'm kind of going back to the phone thing. It's yeah, I don't have my phone on me on the weekends, but the best part of that is when I get to a place that is like is awesome. Right. I'm not worried about I got to take a picture of this, or I got to record this, or I got to do that, or I got to do this. It's just you out there experiencing what you found yeah. and taking it all in without any sort of background bullshit of yep. mm-hmm. I got to record this. It To me, like the best part is coming back and telling Ben or telling you, but guys, I, this freaking awesome spot where we went to, it's right. like, 
Like, you could take a I picture want, of it, I but it's not the same. I want you to take me there. That's what I want. I know. Yeah. It's not the yeah. same as, oh, look at this picture. Look at this picture. Look at this picture. I, I don't do any of that. Right. And that's I am. <laughs> this is, I don't know if this is like pumping my own gas here, but it's like I'm really proud of myself that I am that way, even though there is like uh, with our industry, it's probably a bad thing yes. because <laughs> you know, like, cause we're trying to show like cool parts and cool right. things and that sort of thing. But again, I think whenever this gets involved with everything and that's all you're worried about is recording what you've done right. and that sort of thing, it takes away from the full picture of what you're doing. I always get too caught up in the moment and then like I'll come home and I'm like, <laughs> Andrea, you will never believe the view that like we saw today. Like we were watching the sunset over the entire like priest, like upper priest. And then she's like, do you have a picture? And I'm like, totally forgot to pull my phone out and take <laughs> yeah. a picture. Like but that is what makes it good. Yeah, That's you how you know get, it was like, good in, yeah. that you completely didn't even realize to grab your phone to take a picture yeah. because you're just there living it. Well, and Ben, looks like we're buying side by sides. Yeah. You guys, you guys honestly have to. Like, I'm the only really freaking oh, we, one. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, okay, if you're not going to say yes, I'm, I'm going to do one of two things. It's easier to apologize. I'm going to sell the boat <laughs> yeah. and buy side by side. Or I'm going to come home and I'm going to be in the doghouse for a while, but I'm going to ask for a week, week and a half yeah. tops. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's see here. I can do I can do four weeks at most. Totally worth it. So we'll see. Dude, I, I think I've, one, I've probably farted in front of my wife and she's been mad at me for longer than probably your wife will be mad at you <laughs> for buying a side by side. It's, it's just got to happen. It's got to happen. No, it's uh, honestly, it, I love diesel trucks. I love... Um, you know, that in, I love the industry. I love the people in the diesel truck industry. Like we're, we, that's my people. Right. But s s riding side by sides and that whole crew of people is such a cool freaking group. They, they are like the camaraderie and like how down to earth they are. Like they're, yeah. I've yet to come across anybody in a side by side that's been like a jerk or not willing to help somebody else. Yeah. Like they're all just like chill Let's ride. Let's have fun. Yeah, and it doesn't matter what you have. No, if you're nobody's up, you, like you can oh, have a this. ranger up in the woods riding, and it's still cool. Yeah, it's and those will go just as many places. A raise the freaking original like nine hundreds. Oh yeah, they go like they go places, and everybody just has fun. It, the the coolest thing is to be able to when you stop and you you're looking at everybody's setup and their and and what they have and. You know, someone comes over to yours like, oh, you got a Honda Talon. Like, that, that's awesome. How's that transmission? And yeah. you go over and look at this guy's got a turbo. You're like, man, that turbo's badass. That thing rips. That thing sounds awesome. It's just such a it's such a cool group. Cause it is. Honestly, like, back in the day, like, doing the diesel stuff, it was, like, almost a uh, – <laughs> like, everybody had something against somebody. Oh, yeah. But you didn't even know them. So it was it, it was just a stupid, Every, like, everything mine's better, yours is better. You know, it, it's just a, a yeah, a measuring contest of certain yeah. member. Certain degree. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, because it's about time to close this up. The hey, that's not your. That is not your <laughs> call. Fine, I know, it's fine. <laughs> but so, I, so I will say then. Uh, I was fairly anti like picture and phone with myself for a long, long time, um, until and this isn't. This is not meant to be like a, a referendum or like a, a pissed off thing, but it was like one comment from one person, and it was my nana, 
It's my grandma. Oh, like where's okay. <laughs> so my my grandma like I, my grandma holds a very special place in my heart, right? Uh, as all grandmas do, but this one in particular, because uh, she and I are very close and I love her dearly and all her kind of stuff. She was a big you know big part of my life. But I, I was always I always moved away. I was like that kid in my family that always moved away. I always right. moved around. I was doing all this kind of stuff. And my grandma was always kind of like, I always wonder what you're doing and, and all this other kind of stuff. And I, I'd always like call every hour then, and we would send letters and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm not saying my, my grandma was far away. She was in Sacramento. But I was always I was in like San Diego or San Jose or Tahoe or some shit. And finally, once once she got an iPhone, she was like, can you send me pictures? <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah, grandma. I'll send you all kinds of pictures. Yeah. Like, grandma, check out this sun. Grandma, look at this bird. Grandma, look at me. I'm up here. And that's where like it all came to me. I was like, dude, it's for my grandma. Like, I don't care. Like you you sit there, you smile, you look happy. Oh yeah. I don't even know who you are in the background. Put a thumbs up. It's from a grandma. Yeah, yeah. Okay? <laughs> Respect. I send Nana pictures everywhere I go. Like it doesn't that's necessarily awesome. need to be like in the moment, but like yeah. at you know, after you know that Monday, I'll send my grandma like, "Hey, grandma, we went out. We went to Beaver Creek, you know, Beaver Lodge, that, Beaver Lodge, sorry. Yeah. And like the weekend we met you out there, it's like hey, Ricky had a great time. We did this, we did that, we did that. And she's just like, grandmas are emoji happy. My grandma, <laughs> she's she's just like emoji, emoji, Smiley's emoji. Face. Next line, uh, my my cup runneth over. Emoji, 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 <laughs> emoji. I'm like, <sighs> I'm not crying. You're crying. I know. <laughs> I love you, grandma. Like, so I'll, yeah. We have a boys' weekend coming up. We Hell do. Yeah. At your, yeah, Corey. At we your do. property. It's going to be fun. Tell me about your property. You've told me before, but I honestly probably forgot. Yeah, so it's a little slice that my wife and I picked up um, up in a place called Lake Roosevelt. Um, so, yeah, we right time, right place, right price, one of those things. Um, so we're in the process of kind of slowly developing that, but we got the cat, the pad cut in. Um, so yeah, me and the boys, we're going to go up there, take the boat, um, bring the campers and a uh, little R&R time, yeah. which is, which is crazy because it always seems like if we're not doing some diesel event, it's an off-road event or where everyone's kind of going and moving and, and doing their things on the weekends. It's like, I think the first time ever since I've been here in seven years that it's like all the boys are just going to go be at one place at one time yeah. and like hang out. We're going to put some rods in the water, have a big campfire and uh yeah, just kind of get some some of that R&R to regroup and Yeah. I've been make talking to Ben about I'm super excited to do it. It's like, going to be I, good. I've never had a a a a boys weekend or any sort of like hey, Pretty rare. hang out with the boys yep. kind of a thing. I'm kind of a I was kind of a loner my entire <laughs> like, Well, and here's the thing too. I would say Fifty, uh, not fifty percent. Maybe it's just me and Ben and Ash. Do you have kids, Corey? No. What is forty percent of us have kids? Yeah. And a lot of us have pets and stuff too. Like, it's pretty rare that everyone's schedule can be like, yeah, we can go. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, super excited about that. That's gonna be tons of fun. I'm sure there'll be stories on both podcasts about that. Yeah. So, you got the confluence. Okay. Right. Or Spokane River and the Columbia. Yep, run together. Run together. Mm -hmm. Where are you in accordance to that? Um, in accordance to that, I am like via boat, probably ten minutes towards. It's at, it's at Lincoln. Okay. So I don't know if you've been to the Lincoln boat launch before. Yes. Um, yep. my property is probably two minutes to drive to 
the Lincoln boat launch. Okay. If that. Okay. You can see the water from the property, so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It'll be good. Oh, yeah. So you, be, do you have plans on building a cabin? We're going to do a shop house. Shop house? Keep the boat there right year-round so I don't have to haul it back and forth every time. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, I mean, for me, it's like the we're trying to live the American dream, if you will, something we can hand down to Bradley and Kenzie and let them inherit well, property they ain't making more, you know, they ain't no. making any more of it. That's no. that's a that's a honestly, it's an awesome area. I mean, I spent four or five years at Two Rivers boating up there. Yeah, boating. Yep. Um. Yeah. No, that's a. And I think it it goes Two Rivers, Fort Spokane, or Fort Spokane then Two Rivers towards Lincoln. So here, confluence is here. Yep. Fort Spokane's here. Two Rivers, Lincoln. Then Lincoln. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Two Rivers is kind of in the middle, but I mean, uh, Fort Spokane is like. And like I can almost throw a rock, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, but uh, so it'll be fun. Big yeah. old boys weekend. I will say, uh, being a California kid, mostly uh, frequenting uh, like Folsom Lake or Sacramento River or anything like that, uh, coming and spending time at Roosevelt is a mind-numbing <laughs> experience. It's. <laughs> Do you remember because, your uh, gender reveal party? And I rolled up in my three ten sun answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What I was trying to get at is like we're used to if if you're in the Northern California area, we're used to to going out in boats in Northern California, anywhere in there. You you understand that like you're you're always going to be within like 500 feet of another boat, right? Like you're, there's always like zoom 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 zoom. Yeah, there's, there's, always, there's always boats over there. And we were at Roosevelt one time uh, with Ash, and uh, where was, are the people? Yeah, it was like it was a Fourth of July weekend, and I'm out there, and I'm just like. And we're on a boat. <laughs> I'm on a boat, but like you're we out there, and me and them are just like, oh, there's no one out here. It's so beautiful, and there's like a freaking boat in the distance, <laughs> and, and, and there's a boat in the distance. Another one come this way, and Ash is just like, Splice over run. It's crowded. Where's all these people? And I'm like, Ash, there's only two. You've seen boats. two boats in an hour. It's crazy, man. I'm used to like, like literally like zoom, zoom, zoom. It's it's our slice of heaven in the where I like it so much and where my kids love it so much there is I can't think of another place within a hundred miles of here where you can get the beaches like you can at Roosevelt. I mean, they are like beaches from mm -hmm. Mexico. I was told at one point there's like six hundred and something miles of shoreline on, on Lake Roosevelt. Yeah. I'd, yeah that I'd you can just it. beach camp on. And they are unbelievable, so, depending on the water level, but oh my yeah. gosh. I mean, it's the, we could sit there all day long and do nothing but hang out on the beach. It's And it's always like legitimately 10 degrees warmer oh, yeah. at Roosevelt. Yeah. Like to a T, 10 degrees like warmer. 85 than in Spokane, you go to Roosevelt, and you're like, it's got to be 100. <laughs> yeah. It's got to yeah. be. <laughs> now, Roosevelt, I love Roosevelt. It's a great, it's a, that's a great destination. You got some cool stuff. You got that. Have you ever been to that winery? No, you're telling me about it, though. I Do need that, to go. The, the yurt. Okay, it sounds really granola, right? Yeah. It's freaking awesome. I've I've seen a bunch of photos. Should we show up on Boys Week? Is it will it be open? Uh, Should we roll up on Boys sure. uh, Boys Week and like cut wine up? tasting? Yeah. <laughs> like like they cut off jean shorts yeah. and, and white New Balances and and just like yes. Dude, there's a golf cart that'll come down some, and pick you up at the beach. Let's get some Sperry's, some boat shoes. I have Sperry's. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> get some Sperry's. I have leather Sperry's that have seen a lot of stuff some that no shorts, one should ever some seen. Short shorts and take They're tops. seasoned. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're getting crazy yeah. squirreled here. All right, tell us a little bit about DPP real quick. What you guys do on the uh, podcast? Where they can go to buy sweet diesel parts? Is this you or me, Jaller? I can start it out. Dieselpowerproducts.com. 
America's diesel superstore for all of the mainstream uh, trucks, so Ford, Chevy, uh, Dodge, all generations. We've got awesome product lines. We're constantly adding more. Um, you check it out. Check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com. As far as the podcast, Ben, hit him with that. You'll probably notice that there is a uh, common a theme, a <laughs> little synergy as far as the names go. We got America's Off-Road Podcast, America's Diesel Podcast, America's Diesel Super Story. Kind of yeah. notice because we're all in the same family, right? Me, th- this is actually the the order in the hallway that we all work in. <laughs> it yeah, is. Seriously. It goes Tyler, me, Kyle. We're all within earshot of each other all day. Yep. Straight up, it's the best hallway in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Putting it out there. Uh, but if uh, on our podcast we talk about, like we mentioned before, anything between diesel performance, trailering, uh, a little bit of the relationship advice, being a father, being a man, uh, having <laughs> having a diesel truck, having to budget for it, uh, anything and everything in between. Like I always put it out there: if you have questions, we'll take them. And I'm talking like 50% deviated from what you think we'll we'll talk about, like music, barley juice, yeah. weekend activity, clothes. Listen, we could tie everything back to diesel truck some way or another. Straight up challenge. <laughs> that is your challenge. We yeah. will find a way to tie it back into the diesel lifestyle and diesel dudes. Um, and beyond that, uh, whenever the uh, sales techs at Diesel Power Products need help or the phone lines are getting clogged up or they need some of the OGs to come in, with some knowledge, that would be me and Tyler. Uh, Corey, if you didn't know, was one of the production managers here. He's a guy behind the keyboard making sure we all sound good. He's also a sales tech. That means that if you call in and you need parts from Diesel Power Products and you have questions, Corey's going to answer your questions or Jesse's going to answer them. Um, or Ash or Mark or Sands. We've got a very highly qualified staff out there um, to really just give you the parts you need at a good price and give and, you legitimate information and legitimate knowledge yeah. and not we're not trying to just sell parts we're trying to get that repeat customer and even if we don't even sell you anything but we at, at least steer you in the right direction that's what we're going to do and that's one thing i will give you guys props on because not being affiliated with the diesel side of things or sales or text that's one thing i've seen not only hammered home in our in your guys's marketing we're enthusiasts not salesmen but it is down to the phone call that I've heard a countless times. You shouldn't buy that. I wouldn't recommend buying that. I'm happy to help you if you have other questions. Like we're not here to, we're not working on, you guys aren't working on commission, nothing like that. They are genuine enthusiasts um, and it shows both in their podcast, but give them a call. Um, couldn't agree more with you on, on the uh, enthusiast side of yeah. things. Yeah, so basically <clears throat> if you drive a diesel truck and you are a fan of America's Off-Road Podcast, you should also be listening to America's Diesel Podcast. Yep. And if you have questions about your diesel truck, um, you can always call Kyle, and then he'll ask me. <laughs> yeah. Or or if I'm you're just a, kidding. if Kyle you're a, knows more than he says he knows. Okay, guys. If, he does. If, he does. Oh, you just need VP44. You're good to go. <laughs> yeah, he'll just sell a VP44 to anybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> lastly, before we wrap this up, uh, Diesel Power Products is one of the few companies in the market right now. I'm sure you guys can see in the overlanding industry, everything's out of stock. It's hard to get. Things are on back order. I am literally looking out the door to our warehouse with pallets and pallets and pallets and pallets of inventory. So whether you guys are looking for intakes, turbos, you name it, go to dieselpowerproducts.com. They have a gigantic warehouse that is stocked full, and uh, they can, in fact, maybe I should just, what's your direct line, Ben? 
I'll just get <laughs> his phone <laughs> number. I'm playing that game. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Kyle was I'm, on our <laughs> podcast, and he gave out his number, and then I let everybody know that. By the way, you can text that number. I got and a lot of memes. 30, within 30 minutes of that episode ending <laughs> and coming out, he was getting text messages. So I, was. I know. All right, I'll straight. I'll put it out there. So, it, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if uh, if if you are an overlander and uh, you have a diesel truck and you need help, you can text my direct line. It's uh, 509-795-8925. Perfect. Better yet, let's one up that. Since I was stupid enough to give my number out <laughs> to the diesel guys, I just got flooded with a whole bunch of memes about. How overlanding was lame. So, <laughs> so now good. that you know, you can text that phone number. Give Ben a text. Send him your best memes. So the diesel, yeah, it, if, we'll both <laughs> laugh our freaking butts off on him, and we'll share them. <laughs> so if you guys stuck around for us, I don't know, we're like an hour and twenty in. Longest, Did we break the record? Longest, the longest? podcast we've ever done, Is guys. It? It, oh yeah, yes. It was a pleasure. I've always, again, we are all very close friends here. Like Ben said, we all are within earshot. So it's always a pleasure getting on here and chatting with you guys. Um, so make sure you go check out Diesel Power Products. As always, guys, go follow Instagram, Facebook, America's Off-Road Podcast. Like, share, follow. Last thing, if you guys are going on a trip, you're doing anything where you're not going to have cell phone service, make sure you go down, download all of our episodes, whether it's ADP, America's Diesel Podcast, or America's Off-Road Podcast. You guys can download those episodes so you can listen to them whenever, wherever you don't need to have service. So... Thanks for tuning in, Ben Tyler. It's a pleasure having you. Thanks for the uh, barley. Thanks, Corey. <laughs> you guys are awesome. We'll see you guys next time. Later. That was a great outro, Kyle. Oh.